Lustpodden riktar sig till alla som är intresserade av lust och relationer i terapi. Podden leds av religionshistorikern och teologen Leif Karlsson och Hanna Möllås som är legitimerad barnmorska, legitimerad psykoterapeut och sexolog med flera auktorisationer i sexologi. Dagens lustpodd är en fortsättning på förra veckans avsnitt där Tony Bönlöke Hatch som arbetade i Köpenhamn med kemsexfrågor var med. Och idag kommer han fortsätta att berätta om det här spännande arbetet. Du kan gärna lyssna på förra avsnittet först men det går bra att hoppa rakt in här. Idag kommer han prata om vad det är som man behöver tänka på som terapeut i mötet med personer som beskriver ett kemsexbeteende, men också vad han gör själv för att ta hand om sig själv i arbetet med det här stora lidandet som han möter. But what do you do to help these people? What are your what are your possible what are your possibilities? Yeah. I want to go down there and help you because yeah, yeah. it it's, it breaks my heart with all these people who who wants to be shame free but yeah. are so full of shame that is a big question a very good question because i'm not naive and i'm not a magician mm-hmm. so and i'm used i'm a social worker also i forgot mm-hmm. to tell that mm-hmm. in the beginning That's okay. uh, my ground education and mm-hmm. i'm also so used to helping people you come yeah. in with a problem you want yeah. a job i give you a job yeah. you want money i give you money <laughs> yeah. you know so i was so yeah. used to yeah. fixing yes. So this was a big Ooh. learning for me because I cannot fix this. No. So I I have to you know really be leaning down, yeah. leaning back, and mm. think I can only help them if they want to be helped. Yeah. And some people have you know that in many other things that people when people come to stop smoking is because the partner have told them mm-hmm. you have an issue you go to the doctor yeah. and they fix it for mm-hmm. you. Some people are in my office because some people have said to them that they have an issue with drugs. Ah. Mm-hmm. I cannot help those people. No. The other people, if they really want, it's not easy. But what I do is actually to 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 try to divide that take the drugs away from the sex. Mm-hmm. So they kind of have to learn sex from the beginning again. Oh yeah, that's because right. it's so much dopamine intake mm-hmm. with crystal mm-hmm. meth. And if you keep connecting them, mm-hmm. if you go to a normal rehab center, they mm-hmm. have changed a bit after mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, they would say, you have to stop uh, doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we cannot help you. No, that's right. But sin- I think they say that in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. I, think so. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. But we don't do that in Denmark no. anymore. Mm-hmm. But of course, that's the underlying mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But because you this is connected to sex, they would also say, stop having sex. Uh. But then my theory is, if I say to you, don't do drugs, don't do sex for three months, mm-hmm. And then you can start, mm. but you haven't learned to separate no, it. So true. when you think sex again, mm-hmm. you will think drugs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to help them to get back to a sex life without drugs, yeah. which is a long journey. Mm-hmm. So we start in the very low end. We yeah. just, you know, like some of the, just see some porn, mm-hmm. which is not including drugs, because mm-hmm. they also start to change uh, what they see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start to think. Uh, let them think about. When they when they do uh, sex with themselves, mm-hmm. 
what do they think of? Mm. Just to be aware. Mm. In the beginning, we just mm. work with awareness. Okay, mm. so that's your pattern. Mm. When you do when you do jerk off, mm. you need to see something or imagine mm. that uh, drugs included. Mm. Then we we'll start to practice that. Ask them to practice to think of something else. Mm. Every time the drug thought comes up, mm-hmm. move away. Mm-hmm. And then the next will be to maybe change your profile text on Grindr. Oh. Just you know, mm. totally low key. Mm. How would it be for you to write that you don't want drugs? Mm. How would it be to say, I'm not one Tina, you know? Mm. Mm. And then we go to the next. When do you go to the next party? Mm. Could you try to just do co- some cocaine, mm. some MDMA? Mm. Is there another drug? So I'm also doing really harm reduction on the drug part. Yeah. But it's always with the focus on the sexual part. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it could be set up a date. Mm. How would it be to maybe take the blindfold off? Yeah. How would it be to look the partner in your eyes instead mm. of turning the back? Mm. How would it be just to be with a guy in the bed, mm. just laying, be touched? Mm. You know, a sensible feeling. Training. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Mm. And go with the emotion. Mm. How does it actually feel? Mm. So, okay, up on here on the chest, it's okay, but going closer to the neck, no. Mm. Okay, back and forth. Mm. And this for sometimes are easier if you have a partner, of course. Mm. Uh, they don't do drugs. No. <laughs> Otherwise, I would just train them to go out, you know, just setting up a date. Mm-hmm. You know, how is it to talk about the mm-hmm. drugs that's not supposed to be a part of the mm-hmm. the, the next session? Mm-hmm. And to say that we have come to this, that it's maybe better because in the beginning it was like I felt, you know, a bit <sighs> they didn't succeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it is a long journey. Mm-hmm. And also to set up, you know, okay. Because most of the people are not ready to give it up totally. Mm. And in the gay community in Copenhagen and the worldwide, mm. the whole world, mm. drugs is, is there. Yeah. So how do you, if we also disconnect Grinder for mm. half a year, mm. what will you do when you come back? Mm. Grinder is still there, mm. drugs is still there. So yeah. you have to also learn to be in the apps without yeah. Yeah. feeling mm. that you need to do mm. drugs. Mm. So it's simple training on mm. every aspect that can mm. be. Mm. Yeah, practice to say it out loud, but also to set up something, you know. And many of them have, they they cannot even remember, you know. We also talk about when did you last time have sober sex? Yeah. Some people can't even remember. remember. Mm. And I'm like, but can you remember, if I say it out loud, can you remember the first time you gave another guy a blowjob? Mm. How the thrill, you know. Mm. And you can see people actually get sparkling in the eyes oh, because it's not necessarily they can remember mm. the situation, but they oh, can remember okay. the feeling. Oh. So like okay, there is something there. Mm. The feeling without drugs. Yeah, mm. and mm. then we have to we have to get you back there. Yeah. But maybe mm. during the journey, mm. I will. You have to allow yourself mm. that next Saturday mm. or New Year's Eve or the Pride, mm. whatever. Mm. It's okay to do drugs mm. because the thinking of never mm. makes is, them is, anxious. Yeah, mm. and it's too it's too big a step. Mm. We have mm. to smaller step, mm. baby steps. Mm. Mm. So how how is it to be free for the next three weeks? Mm. Yeah, Sometimes I've actually seen my clients every Friday, mm-hmm. just a half an hour, not mm-hmm. a whole session. Just come in, mm-hmm. check in with me. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? How was your weekend? Because we also in the beginning have to build fences yeah. to avoid. Mm-hmm. How can you avoid to do a party next mm-hmm. Saturday? And we also recommend <laughs> it's so inappropriate in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go for it. We're not politically correct in this uh, podcast, so it's okay. <laughs> because we also recommend for many people, it's working to smoke a joint. Mm -hmm. Because a joint is a downer, mm -hmm. where Christmas is a big upper. Ah, yeah, that's so right. if you could stay home mm -hmm. and just smoke mm -hmm. a joint, mm -hmm. watch a cartoon, mm -hmm. laugh the whole weekend, mm -hmm. for some people that can yeah. be a help. Mm -hmm. And it's Just okay. take care of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's okay mm -hmm. in the beginning, mm -hmm. but of at some point you need to face it yeah. because the hard way is also to sit yeah. alone mm -hmm. because many of them mm. feel so alone. Aww. Loneliness is also uh, talking about mm. shame, mm. Uh, internalized homophobia. Loneliness mm. is a big issue. Mm. So when you sit alone and you cry, mm. the easiest, not the best, but mm. the easiest way out is often just to do yeah. drugs. Mm. And go out partying, but... Yeah, because then just, you forget. Yeah. Then you will feel the loneliness next mm. Thursday, and yeah. then the Friday is mm. coming, and you can mm. do it again. Yeah. And many of the people that try to get out, they have nothing to put instead. No. So if you stop doing drugs, mm. your friends are gone, mm. because they still do drugs. And for somehow, you know, it's mm. like also when people don't drink, many people can relate to this. I mm. think when you... When you are at a party mm -hmm. and you see this person coming in and say, mm -hmm. no, I just want a glass of water. Mm -hmm. We all think like, mm. <laughs> they're, they're destroying the party. <laughs> yeah. You can relate to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have also been like that mm -hmm. until now. I was like, no. Mm. I mean, of course you can party just in a glass yes, of water, but yeah. it takes time. But for mm -hmm. many people, it's actually a bit of a downer. Mm -hmm. So, and if you suddenly leave your friends, you cannot mm -hmm. go back and say, I don't oh. do drugs. Mm. You're not welcome. It's anymore. part of the culture and yeah, yeah. yeah and the community. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. So if they quit, they feel so lonely. Yeah. And they don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. And people are not very nice because you know, Hannah, mm -hmm. I we like to party together. You were so fun. We had such yeah. a good sex. Yes. Come on. Mm. It's Saturday. Yeah. Come over. Yeah. Mm. So even you you're trying to say, Tony, no, no, mm. no, I'm really trying to quit. Mm. Come on, it's just a Saturday. You can do it every Saturday. Oh. I even have a client where he's having sex with a guy that don't do drugs. Ah. And he told him that he wanted to quit. And he was, and the, the non-drug <laughs> user was saying, no, 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 it's just crystal meth. You're only doing it in weekends. I like to have sex with you. Ooh. Mm. Because mm. he wants to good sex. Mm. So it, it is really, mm. really hard for mm. many of them mm. They uh, to, to quit. Mm. Yeah. So at the moment, the longer longest run we have had is a straight guy actually which mm. I normally don't do <laughs> in, mm. as a client but uh, he have had a couple of years now totally without he just had a relapse but not crystal meth but otherwise mm. not eight nine months wow and then they have a relapse mm. but then we're working with not thinking it's as a relapse mm -hmm. but then plan it mm -hmm. instead because yeah. it's also about taking control oh that's so good if mm. I'm jumping in, mm -hmm. falling in, or mm -hmm. use all those frames about it, it's a mistake. Mm -hmm. And then I can punish myself afterwards. Yeah. Like, okay, you see, see, yeah, you can't see. do it. No. You're, you're, you're not worth it. Mm. You're a bad person, mm. blah, blah, blah. Mm. If I instead saying, I love to party at Pride, mm -hmm. or every time I go to San Francisco, mm -hmm. it's okay to mm -hmm. do party, but then take control about it. Mm -hmm. And then do it with pleasure. Yeah. And stand for it. Yeah. Take responsibility for exactly, it. Exactly. And say, yeah. okay, I do this because I want to have mm -hmm. good sex. Mm -hmm. I just had another client. Mm -hmm. He went to mm -hmm. the uh, cruise ship. It's a big gay cruise ship which full of drugs. Mm -hmm. And he, he went there and he was like, he normally don't do drugs. His issue is more the sexual part. Mm. And he was he said to me, I was so fucked up for a week. Yeah. But then I thought, okay, if I do it that 
one week per yeah. year, mm-hmm. if I go back to that ship, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be okay? Mm-hmm. And maybe we just have to think, say that, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that is okay mm-hmm. because to do nothing the rest mm-hmm. of your life is for many gay people, it's, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. They don't even dare to look into the future without drugs. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm so mind blown about oh. <laughs> all that you're saying and about your knowledge about this it's just uh, it's just so amazingly it's maybe not that structured as you wanted it no <laughs> <laughs> we're never structured when we talk you and i it's, it's, but, but that i think uh, it doesn't have to be structured because you are structured and and it's very and it's very easy to to feel what you feel for your clients yeah it's very easy yeah yeah, yeah. I do take my job very seriously, yeah. but I also, I, feel, I also, if we talk about me in it, just as yeah. I feel privileged in a way, yeah. you know, what I mean? because this job we have. I mean, mm. there come clients into my uh, my in my office. They have been like five minutes, and they tell me things that they would never even tell their closest friends or their boyfriends or their wives or their husbands. It's such a privilege. Yeah. It is a privilege. Yeah. So I take mm. it very seriously, mm. but it's also mm. not to complain, but it's mm. also rough because yeah. of some of the stories mm. and because mm. of the chains more and more people get addicted to it mm-hmm. they become younger and younger and for some reason i mean i had a guy he was 65 he started when he was 65 oh my and it's you know i can live with that i mean mm. he he's he's old enough to mm. make his own choice mm. But he wanted to quit. He couldn't. But then he just decided, you know, I'm so old. He he came out very late. So mm-hmm. he just had something, you know, to, he, yeah. did, he, did, he had to live his life. Yeah. There's a big difference between having him and this young guy, 18, yes, of course. who's already, mm. already psychotic. Yeah. Mm. It's like, there's mm. a long way home. Yeah. So so what do you do to take care of yourself? Because I, I, I can imagine that these clientele is very heavy it's very intense it's very and some of them know your friends it's a small community yeah how do you do to take care of yourself and and just be able to go to work even if you love it and you know that you're important in their lives how do you take care of yourself i want to share a secret Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there was a certain time where I wasn't that good in it ah. because of the mixture because I'm a part of the community mm. so all my friends and a lot of my friends still do drugs mm. uh, not the heavy drugs mm. but just you know some cocaine mm. or uh, amphetamine uh, New Year's Eve and I can still be in that I can be in the presence of that without mm. you know I'm I'm fine with that mm. but at certain points a lot of my friends I suddenly realized I was working at my workplace mm-hmm. but I was also working when I was off because the people that don't <sighs> see me could not seek me as mm. a client. Mm. They could seek me as a friend. Yeah. And I'm So you're working all the time. Yeah, and mm. they were taking kind of advantage of me. Mm. Up, but I didn't see it. Mm. Because I you know, I want to be the mm-hmm. the loved one. <laughs> yeah. I want to do my job good. Yeah. Uh, so they actually You're a you know, social worker, you want to help everyone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I suddenly realized, you know, that I was sitting, you know, for at the end of the table at a dinner party and people are just questioning me you know all mm. these you know what do we mm. do with bareback what do mm. we, all kind of knowledge about yeah. HIV and mm. STDs mm. and whatever mm-hmm. drugs mm-hmm. <laughs> and my husband he said you know like did you notice that you were working the whole night again <gasps> and I was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. suddenly I realized and then there was one particular friend he did it a lot mm. and I I, I I just wanted to be the good friend. And mm-hmm. I thought that, you know, your friendship is equal. Mm-hmm. So you give me something, I give you something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. it have mm-hmm. to balance. Mm-hmm. 
And I actually thought that I also gained something from it. Yeah. And then my husband again said, you were talking two hours. It came to my mind that he didn't ask you once, how are you? Because I could hear on your mm-hmm. talk that mm-hmm. it was all about mm-hmm. him. And then my workplace, because it started to increase with all the mm-hmm. cases. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, no. So I had to go to a psychologist actually to mm-hmm. have like, okay, mm-hmm. I need actually yeah. professional help space. here. Really, space. Mm-hmm. And that helped me a lot. Yeah. So I had to look at my own shit in mm-hmm. <laughs> and my own shares. Mm-hmm. And now I have... a. a, a I'm still very happy about my work, mm-hmm. but they are also they are good in taking care of me, and mm-hmm. I'm good, you know, mm-hmm. because it goes all the way around. Yeah. So like, okay, so we're good in looking at the number. How many do we have of those those cases? Yeah. We divide them into you know, um, uh, four Buchner mm-hmm. preventions. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because some people came maybe in at the door and say, ah, oh, I'm doing uh, I'm doing drugs, blah blah blah, but I only do some MDMA. Then I have mm. you know a, a list of the different drugs. We mm. talk about the, how they affect your body and how mm. can you be high without doing the dangerous drugs. Yeah. Totally different from yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. I know a lot of <laughs> listeners will go, "What? What did he yeah, say?" But I, I love did this. Say that. Yeah, I think it's so good. <laughs> so I take some of those, mm-hmm. and then I have still some social work cases once mm-hmm. in a while. And then I have people that just have just mm-hmm. again quote marks sexual issues mm-hmm. because it's it's if you sit with just ten mm-hmm. per week of those cases, yeah. it's too much. Mm-hmm. So I am in the place mm-hmm. now where I'm mm-hmm. much better in seeing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I dare to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. I cannot take anymore. No. My limit is is this full. is enough. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I need to do some fun stuff as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. either just sexual stuff, but mm-hmm. it's also that I'm. Uh, Tillis representant mm-hmm. at my workplace. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do other stuff mm-hmm. just to be mm-hmm. yeah, not too full of it. No. Because it is. That's very good. And then also it, confidential between mm-hmm. you and me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes the cases are so crazy mm-hmm. that we somehow, you know, have to laugh a bit about it yeah yeah because it, it's it's so yeah, heavy yeah, yeah i mean as i told you this person mm. think that mm. he's in related with paris hilton yeah, yeah and the way they can talk about it is so convincing yeah that you're like in the beginning it was like not about that mm. paris hilton part, no, but you know no, but yeah because it started very slowly you know yeah, they, mm. there was this guy in the street i saw he was checking me out mm. you know or mm. it's a peer uh, it's a police because yeah. they all have yeah. the same you know hallucinations mm. So you also laugh a bit, but you have to yeah. mix to be sure. Yeah. And again, because I'm a social worker, I like to fix things. So mm. I need cases once in a while that I can fix. Yeah. In a way, just <laughs> say, okay, take the pill, go out, yeah. you know, and then yeah. everything is good. You have to ask them beforehand. Is this? Yeah, is, yeah. Are you someone I can fix? <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. It's... And with the chemsex cases, I mean, I have to, because of all that, what happened that years ago, I also learned to put my um, expectations down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and actually try not to have expectations mm-hmm. on my clients. I mean, mm-hmm. it is their work. Yeah, I can just do my best yeah. to reflect with them, you know, mm-hmm. do the mirror, mm-hmm. help them, maybe guide them, mm-hmm. walk with them. Mm-hmm. But they have to do the work. They have to walk themselves. Mm-hmm. I can just take their hands and yeah. they, they mm-hmm. have to do the mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And some of them, luckily, also mm-hmm. are very good. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, in mm-hmm. eight months and then they will relapse. And mm-hmm. then it's like, Another thing, because when they then relapse, because before they learn to take control, mm-hmm. they talk about relapse. Mm-hmm. And then when they get the first, they get, it's it's like a Syria, mm-hmm. they start. 
So maybe it's like one, two, three, four, five times mm -hmm. before we can, mm. oh, then we start all over again. Oh, okay. And it is a bit mm. starting. Mm. But most of the people actually are still learning something from mm. it mm -hmm. because they start to see the imagination that we have such a good sex life when we are high mm. is not true. Mm -hmm. They start to see the demons mm -hmm. on the way back. Mm -hmm. Was he a nice person or was he actually a bit, you know, yeah. the psychosis mm -hmm. is sneaking in, mm -hmm. but they are aware of mm -hmm. what's going mm -hmm. on. And then I'm mm -hmm. then I'm like, yes, now we can work because when you can see this, mm -hmm. then you're ready to mm -hmm. actually move, but it mm -hmm. takes time to come to mm -hmm. that. So I'm working one, one hand with the, with the, the, the yeah. whole mindset, but on the sexual part. Mm -hmm. And then when they come back and say, yes, I gave another guy, you know, smiling, mm -hmm. I gave a guy a blowjob the other day mm -hmm. and it was good. Yeah. In the mm. beginning, they will come back and see mm, the task was like, it was okay. Mm. You know, not really, really. Mm. But when they come and say, smiling, mm. it was good. Mm. Then it's like, okay, now yeah. there is the opening because yeah. now you can see that sex mm. doesn't need, because it's also, an, the, many of them also think that sex has to be 12 hours, a yeah. minimum. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not good. Mm. But it's also because they start to change what they're mm. doing in the bedroom. Yeah. And some things, you know, when you like to play with bigger things, mm -hmm. it takes more preparation, you know, mm -hmm. and trust. And, uh, mm -hmm. So you're not building that up in mm -hmm. a half an hour. Mm -hmm. No. So it also makes sense mm -hmm. that they need longer sessions. Yeah. But you can't do longer sessions mm -hmm. also without the drugs. Mm -hmm. But what would you say to someone that says, uh, well, well, sex will never be as good again without the drugs? Have you heard that before? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> what what can I say? I've never used drugs. What what can I say to to talk to someone about that? I will never. I would not lie, and mm -hmm. I would I would actually say you're probably right. Yeah. Because if this is very technical, but Ella, not technical. It's more uh, physiological. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. It's in the brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I normally do it very simple to yeah. talk about. If you imagine, if we do it very simple, a cake mm -hmm. gives 20 dopamine. Yeah. It, the brain loves it. Mm -hmm. It wants more. Mm -hmm. The brain loves fat and sugar. Mm. I know. It, <laughs> and it loves sex. Mm -hmm. It get, gives 100 dopamine. Yeah. Cocaine gives you 300. Yeah. Crystal meth gives you 1100 dopamine. <gasps> okay. So just to, you know, mm -hmm. that's the mm -hmm. scale. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn to go from that. It's a lot of cake. It's a lot of cake. Mm. And you have to learn to go from 1,100 mm -hmm. to 100. <laughs> it can be painful. Yeah. You have to say goodbye. I understand, yeah. So maybe... You have to know what motivates you that yeah. you will gain something else. Yes, then? exactly. Mm -hmm. Because as I used the example, can you remember the first blowjob? You were so mm -hmm. excited. He came, in the, mm -hmm. in, he came maybe to your house or you went, mm -hmm. did it in a bar, the toilet, and you mm -hmm. were chilling, you know, the mm -hmm. whole body was shivering. Yeah. That is something different from the 1100 dopamine yeah. that you get from the drugs. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn mm -hmm. to scale down mm -hmm. in that sense. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that sex cannot be good. Mm -hmm. But it will never be the same. Mm -hmm. You will, will gain something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can learn from as a new thing. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can actually learn all over again. Mm -hmm. I do have clients, you know, from back then that mm -hmm. they don't do drugs anymore and now have a good sex life. Oh, that's but it takes nice. time. Yeah. That's and then you have nice. to practice, and so for some people, maybe they need to take purpose for two years after, mm. you know, just mm. to have something. Mm -hmm. But then you can learn it. Mm. But it's a it's a matter of a big will. Mm -hmm. But it's also a matter of the pressure you mm. feel from the community. Mm. 
mm. because it's so legalized in our in the mm. gay community that we do drugs. Mm. We talk it as it is candy. Mm. I actually one time I did a podcast in Copenhagen, mm. and then we started to talk about abuse. Mm-hmm. And the technicians for the program, mm-hmm. she had to, she suddenly she stopped the program because we talk about a uh, overgrip, mm-hmm. abuse, uh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, rape, mm-hmm. and she stopped and she was like she was crying out loud. She oh. had, we have to stop. Do you know what you're sitting and talking about? There will be people sitting out there listening to this, uh-huh. and you talk about it as if it was a caramella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like. But for us, it's mm. such a big part of my work, yeah, and yeah. we we I cannot. You cannot be that sensitive about it. You have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And with my clients, mm. it's so normal, mm-hmm. and and a lot of them have actually they got HIV in a, yeah. in assessing like that. It's common or it's well known that mm. some people overdose you on purpose. Mm. Mm. But it's also going the other way around. Some people mm. have this idea of a rape session. Mm. Mm. So we two we agree that it's a rape session. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. But then you you know that's before I'm sleeping out because mm-hmm. I have too much tea, and you're uh-huh. inviting five hour guys, uh-huh. and then you are tired, and you you go home. Uh-huh. We don't know what will happen here. Yeah? No. So it is a big thing, mm-hmm. uh, and we do actually see uh, also a very a race in mm. abuse oh, on so many sad. levels. But we also do see rapes. We mm. do see and we do hear stories about. That some people, you know, the worst case. I have to say that we're mm-hmm. talking about a community yeah. in the community, yeah. which is small. I, I mean, understand. The, the mm-hmm. chemsex community is a small community mm-hmm. in the gay community, mm-hmm. and in that community, the chemsex in small part of that are also so have done the drugs for so long that mm-hmm. they're getting mm, twisted mm-hmm. fantasies mm-hmm. and want to do it, you know, out mm-hmm. in the open. So mm-hmm. there are people there. HIV positive, mm. so pretend that they're taking the medication, oh, okay. which they don't, mm. or pretend they are prep, mm. and therefore they can have sex without condom yeah. because the purpose is to yeah. give it. Yeah. There are cases from London where we had the, the there was a guy called the Grinder Killer. Mm-hmm. Mm. He killed five young boys, yeah. uh, with, overdosed them with G, mm. and then oh. you know slaughtered them. Mm. We have example from uh, Holland where there was a case where some people were planning it. They had gangbangs parties. Mm. And they were injecting people with uh, crystal meth, oh. but they took the f- needle from themselves first, and oh. they were HIV positive, and they injected mm. that directly oh. into the weans. We also do have few examples of that mm. in Denmark. It's very and twisted, it's, yeah. It's, mm. and I mean, these people was actually people you know. As I start mm. to say out, mm. these people are actually clever people. They yeah, used to have good jobs, yeah. so it's not because they're evil. No, 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 no. But that drug mm. just tear your brain apart destroy you, them yeah mm. and you go into that little part where where you were like Hitler and mm. other people like mm. doing crazy things yeah. because they are so you know obsessed with something yeah. I don't know mm. the actual mm. answer of it mm. but I, I just see this as mm. uh, you know the bad side of the middle yeah because they start to think that it's good just and they're enjoying mm. themselves but but when he, I a lot of our listeners are therapists themselves And maybe this is the first time that they've heard about this phenomenon. But what can you give them? I suppose that it's very good to to send people to to specialist clinics, but also we know that there are so few, and yeah. you're not funded enough. And but so so what can a what can a 
therapists do? What do they need to think about? They need to think about, I think it's very important to be, of course, open in the beginning. Mm -hmm. To actually listen to what's behind. Yeah. So, you know, gay people would not talk about this as a gangbang. We mm -hmm. would talk about it as a party. Yeah. So I said to you, oh, I went to a party Saturday. Ah. And you would think that I have been out dancing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we have to check, what do you mean when yeah. you say party? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So that's just, you know, a mm -hmm. simple thing. Mm -hmm. And always be prepared that... If you ask a question, mm. be prepared for what you will get in mm. return. So true. Because maybe yeah. you get the truth. Mm -hmm. So that's the first mm -hmm. step, you know, mm -hmm. and and know what you why you want to go there, mm -hmm. and then check out what kind of drugs do they do. And I don't mm -hmm. know how mm -hmm. the law is mm -hmm. in Sweden, but mm -hmm. but just to say, mm -hmm. okay, so was it a good party? Was it a sex party? You know, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. take you know the yeah, yeah. normalize it, yeah, and normalize just, it. So mm -hmm. was it a sex party? Oh, it was in Stockholm. Mm -hmm. or Was it in mm -hmm. Berlin? Mm -hmm. Also, trigger can be if yeah. people, gay people say I have been to Berlin. Mm -hmm. That's also mm -hmm. a London. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. it's like okay, then check then out you know. if it was a sex mm -hmm. party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or maybe for Swedish people, Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. Then check out. Okay, so was it a sex party? Yeah, yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. just know like oh, was it a good party? Yeah, yeah. So. Did, did people do a lot of drugs there? You know, you know, mm -hmm. to talk about the mm -hmm. other ones, mm -hmm. and then yeah. you you will feel if it's okay to talk about this. Ah, oh, that's good. Did you get the permission? Mm -hmm. Exactly, mm -hmm. and then we can go deeper. You know, mm -hmm. did you do drugs yourself? Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yeah, a little. Mm -hmm. So, what's your favorite drugs? Mm -hmm. You know, instead of what, what kind of drugs did you do? <laughs> but what is your favorite drugs? Yeah. And if they say crystal meth and GHB. Mm -hmm. Then we should be more aware yeah. because then we're talking about some heavy drugs. If yeah. they say MDMA, I wouldn't be that worried. Mm -hmm. But maybe it would good, be good to talk about that. Don't go further yeah. with mm -hmm. ha harder drugs. Mm -hmm. If they talk mm -hmm. the other ones, then say, okay, so how often do you do it? Mm -hmm. uh, check in if they're smoking it, mm -hmm. if they are injecting it. Yeah. Because that's also say something on, on the... How, how long time have you been in the game? Yeah. Because most people would not start to inject it. No. Mm. But I do also have clients. That started like that. Yeah, because yeah. The, the guy they were together mm. with, yeah. he, 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 injected. he was so yeah. trustful. Yeah. You know? mm. oh, he had done it many yeah. times. And he, I could see the, you know it was mm. working. Mm. But, but check out, okay, so how long? Mm. And then the hard part would be to check if they have started to have psychosis. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, they will maybe tell you stories and it's like, yeah, but then he did and then he did. Mm. But it's not necessary what was happening, actually happening. Mm. But that's hard. I mean, that's mm. have to come from, mm -hmm. because it's only a feeling. Yeah, I and understand. And some of the, but because if I came to you and said, yeah, but then I like to be fucked by a toilet brush, mm. you know, talk about it like mm. this. Mm. You would maybe be thinking, ah, he's over-exaggerating. Ah, you know, yeah. that's and true. I'm not yeah. necessarily doing mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Because if they, that yeah. kind of things. Mm. But if I start to say, yeah, but then there was this guy and he was doing, you know, weird things. I'm ah. thinking, you know, mm. and it could be true because yeah. of the stories I just yeah. told you. Like, mm -hmm. there are those bad people yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. They're not the most. No, but so they are could, there. Yeah, mm. so it could actually be truth, mm -hmm. what they're saying, mm -hmm. but it could also be, you know, a start of psychosis. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good to know. Yeah. That's good to talk about, yeah. And if you're not capable of it, like, just mm. check it off because yeah. it could influence on the rest yeah. of mm. what your session is about. Mm -hmm. But it's good to know that drugs can be an issue for gay people because yeah. what if I come and say to you, yeah, I have hard, it's hard for me to get a heart on. Mm. You would maybe check, do we have diabetes? Mm. Do we have all those mm. kind of things? But if you're not aware that mm. drugs actually can make it not hard, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> that mm -hmm. I need Viagra every weekend, but yeah. I forget to tell you 
to tell you that. Mm-hmm. So maybe just to check it off. So just when you see a gay person, I don't know the statistic in Sweden, mm-hmm. but in Amsterdam they did a, a cohort many years ago actually, but for people that were testing HIV negative, mm-hmm. they were asked if they wanted to join a cohort so they could mm-hmm. follow them the next 10 years, whatever. Ah. And the questionnaire they had to fill out, they were being asked about drug use. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like, mm-hmm. do you t- do you take the train to work? Do mm-hmm. you do drugs? Like that. And 80%, 80% of the cohort people were mm-hmm. doing drugs. Oh, my. Wow. So I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's like that in Sweden and Denmark. No. But, But it's, it is very normalized mm, to yeah. do drugs. Mm. So if you have a gay client mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or trans cl- mm-hmm. client as well, because mm-hmm. it's also they they do a lot of drugs too, just check it up. Mm-hmm. Just check it. I mean, mm-hmm. is it okay? And mm-hmm. can we talk about it? Mm-hmm. And of course, confidentiality. Mm-hmm. I don't. Again, I mm-hmm. don't know the how they would react in speaking. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. But of course, that's an important part yeah. to check. Is it yeah. okay? Can we talk about mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You can be confident. You can yeah. trust me yeah, in this. Yeah, I want to help you. Yeah, because it could say something about the mm. the relationship. It could say something about mm. how you can work with it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's so good. It's uh, I I think I could sit here talk to you all night about this because it's so interesting and it's it's so I I do understand the the intense that you meet with these people and the community and the the big issues that are there but still when you talk it's so hopeful yeah and even if you say mm-hmm. that oh there's so many relapses and there might yeah. be so many problems but still it's very hopeful to hear you talk about this and you yeah. should be like uh, president of helping people <laughs> <laughs> from camp sex to 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 sex where they can enjoy and feel free Um, yeah, and I also mm. think as 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 a therapist, mm-hmm. we also have to be when this when these kind of cases, just be happy for the the, the blowjob without the drugs. Yes, it's a big step. Yes, mm-hmm. because all you have done in the last ten years, because mm-hmm. you know exactly what to do when you're doing mm-hmm. the drugs, mm-hmm. because you don't care. Mm-hmm. So if you are rejecting me, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you just mm-hmm. piss off. I mm-hmm. take the next one, yeah. and I don't care. Mm-hmm. And we also lower, maybe lower our standards, mm-hmm. and it's like. Because it's not him, mm-hmm. it's not his body. Mm-hmm. It's what we're doing. Yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why we wake up with yeah. even more shame when we look at the, yeah. the grinder. Yeah, what have I been doing? But Tony, I would really love to just say that this was amazing, and I think that a lot of listeners have heard about this for the first time, maybe. But also, you have uh, insight from your own life, but also from all the clients that you meet. And uh, I would like to wish you and pray for that you will have a lot of funding, that you can help a lot of people, and that you also can train other sexologists and therapists that that can carry on your work, because your knowledge is very important. Thank you. Mm. And I can tell you, it is a part of Dax education, sexual education. Oh, yes, yeah. we have camera sex on the agenda. Oh, yeah. that's very good. Yeah. And you're teaching. Yes, the best man <laughs> in the world is teaching the camp sex. I think that would be. I think that's very, very good, because sexologists need to know about all kind of areas, even the ones that they are not, you know, dealing with in their daily basis work. But they need to know about these things. Yeah, mm. and just to add one more comment, because. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, chemsex is defined because it's a gay man, mm-hmm. because David Stewart defined it like that. But we also do see a lot of drug use in the straight community. Yes. I mean, DHB is known as a drug rape mm-hmm. drug. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so easy to overdose people mm-hmm. and they pass out and you can have sex with them for like six yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. They wake up and they know something have happened. They go to, you know, the center for rape or, mm-hmm. you know, but you cannot trace it. No. After eight hours, it's out of the body. So you can't even trace it. So you cannot really be sure that be it sure. was... Um, no. no. So it is something that we have to be aware of. Drugs is everywhere. Mm-hmm. But there's just something mm-hmm. special about the gay mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. because of the way we are using mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And thank you for being so honest about that and talking about this in so so openly and also being so hopeful that it is possible to do something. It is possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. Bye. I nästa veckas avsnitt så kommer vi som så många gånger innan när vi har haft olika gäster som berättar om spännande ämnen ha ett samtal mellan mig och Leif där vi resonerar vidare kring de här frågorna som har tagits upp. Så i nästa vecka så pratar jag och Leif om chemsex. Du har lyssnat till Lustpodden. För mer information och tips från programmet så hänvisar vi till lustpodden.se. Där kan du också kontakta oss om du vill vara med och berätta din berättelse om lust och relationer i terapi. Signaturmelodin är skapad av Johan Nilsson och redaktör och producent och ansvarig för klippning är Julia Lindert.